Hello and welcome everyone to Current Events, the podcast about what two randos are watching on the uh, internet. Nope, we're watching on the television. <laughs> that comes over the internet, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm Jake McMillan and joining me is my good friend Mike Slocum. Say hi, Mike. Hey, everybody. Okay, so right now what we're watching is uh, Discovery Season 2. And this is actually the final episode of Season 2, and it was a heck of an episode, wasn't it? Yes. It, man, it, it really moved. Yeah. I, I Like I said last week, I felt like that sort of uneven, a little bit dull episode was kind of like setting up something where they, like, pulling the rubber band back so they yes. could just let it go, <laughs> right? right? And it, they really did, you know? Yes. Um, first of all, we got to see some fantastic battle scenes uh, oh, yes. with incredible special effects. You know, I wish I could go back in time and show this to, like, seven-year-old me when I was watching the original series on its original run, you know, mm-hmm. and say, someday battles are going to look like this. this. <laughs> and, and you're going to go, oh! <laughs> yeah. And they're going to explain why every time they get hit with a phaser blast, they fall over even though they have an inertial dampener. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. So. Anyway, yeah, so uh, let me bring my notes up here. There we go. Um, uh, any any overall thoughts before we get started uh, going beat by beat? Uh, no, because uh, I think that uh, I, I want to wait till the end to, to give the overall thoughts okay. on this yeah, particular Okay, that's a good idea. So uh, we open with an overview of the battle plan. <clears throat> it's going to be an asymmetrical fight uh, because basically Leland and Section 31 has a large number of big ships, or not a large number, he has 33,000 something, yeah, 33,000, whatever, large ships, and they have two large ships, two battleships, essentially, Mm -hmm. and lots and lots of little PT boats. Shuttles, yes. Well-armed shuttles. (laughs) Yes. So, um, the, uh, let's see, so, and so they're, uh, they're actually manufacturing and assembling the suits as the ships are getting ready to fight. Yes. Yes. So yeah, they're they're really bringing it down to the last minute. Um, and finally, for the first time ever in Star Trek, an engineer refuses to violate the basic laws of physics. physics. <laughs> <laughs> so Jet Reno pays off again. Yes. She's uh, she's awesome. Yeah. Um, I um. Get, I, I yeah. like the fact that uh that, that they gave they gave a nice little um. For, foreshadowing here that Leland, they only had one life sign um, on all of the Section Thirty One ships, uh, and oh right, which right. was Leland. So suddenly you go, oh, maybe they've got actually got a chance here. They're actually only fighting one one entity, even if it's a supercomputer, you know, a super AI. But it, uh, th- that did strike me because I was kind of wondering, like, if you're an AI. Wouldn't you just keep infecting more people to spread your nodes around, you know, and that? Mm-hmm. But, but it also seems like this AI has an ego and it's paranoid. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, you know, that's always your undoing, right? Yeah, it's of your, course. Your yes. Ego. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and then we get our obligatory quote from Sun Tzu, right? Yes. Oh, and, and, to do. and a nice little chant from uh, uh, Saru, um, uh, you know, his, his little, uh, his little, um, Kelpian war, sort right. of war cry or something, you know, war war chant, you yeah. know, about um, it was which also nice. sort of foreshadows someone who's going to join the battle later. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it was always read that uh, Sun Tzu that this this whole book from Sun Tzu is really an advertising pamphlet that he would send to warlords mm-hmm. 
to show how brilliant he was in battle, and then they would hire him. And so there's there may not be a whole lot of proof that he was actually any good at battle. It was just that he was good at, at touting his own horn. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, yes. But anyway, it always makes sense. It's very mm-hmm. it's very smart stuff. Um, sounds good. Yes. But every time I hear Sun Tzu, it reminds me of the '80s when every mm-hmm. Wall Street business guy had to you know quote Sun Tzu. Yes. You know, to justify greed is good or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Um, but then it turns out that. Uh, it's not as asymmetrical as we thought. It's even yeah. worse because Leland brought a swarm of drones. Yeah, I mean, at first it, it sounds like, oh, um, uh, some somebody makes a comment about uh, you're outnumbered. I guess that was uh, uh, Georgia. Georgia, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, we've got we've got two hundred ships and you've only got thirty. And then he goes, yeah, well, not quite so much. Count um, again. <laughs> think again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so the fight breaks out, and and I. I just, I absolutely love the fights in Star Trek now because, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're so incredibly chaotic because there's so much going on at once. Um, you know, most of most of the ships, uh, you know, fire control is automated. Yep. Yeah. Right. So you're really just saying, you know, do this, do that, and so there's just a tremendous amount of, of blasting going on, and you know, and, and ships are going. And it reminded me of the 2009 reboot when. Uh, they were they were trying to evacuate that the first ship, mm-hmm. the Kelvin, and you know it's like the 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 uh, evacuation pods are being blasted out of space with with mm-hmm. these beams and everything, and or with these missiles, right? And yep. just as the one with Kirk uh, on board is 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 getting ready to reach escape velocity, this missile catches up with it, and a phaser beam gets rid of it. Yeah, you know, it's just a perfect little moment to just show how you survive the the chaos of battle randomly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's you know, you're watching all this, and you look at it from like, and you imagine trying to be in the inside of that chaos, you would have no no idea what to do except just do your job. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they have a nice little touch. Poe po sneaks out, um, Queen Poe, and uh, yeah. and and steals steals a shuttle and says, "So sue me or something." Um, she says she claims diplomatic like immunity. immunity. That's right. <laughs> right. Yeah, and she has figured out that the drones have a specialized shield. Yeah, and they so they need to be attacked at two two phasers at once in order to get through the shield. So mm-hmm. uh, that was interesting. Um, I'm going to have to go back and watch that episode where we met her again because I have completely wiped it from my memory. And I, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> to me, she she just feels like this uh, deus ex machina that came out of nowhere, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, hello, Bob, my old friend of 20 yeah. years type thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so she's she's helped them out quite a bit. Um, and then uh, Georgiou... <laughs> Georgiou admits that she has her own agenda. Mm-hmm. And that she never leaves anything to chance, especially when it comes to vengeance. Yes, <laughs> great line. Right. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. And he sends her off, and um, uh, he sends Tilly along, and she says he means uh, uh you know, why? Do we, Tilly says something about why? Did, why do I need to go? And he, she says something about in case one of us gets dead along the way. Um, that was just, or was that number two? That was number no, that, two. That was, that was uh, he sent uh, the head of security. Oh Nan, yes, yes, right, and non. Uh, yeah, so they they go off together basically. Oh no no, that's later. I'm sorry. That's yeah. that's later. I yeah. I jumped ahead. I fast forwarded. Yes, there's uh, there's so much going on here. Yeah. I know this is a jam packed 65 minutes too. Yep. Um, so they're literally assembling the suit 
on the way to shuttle bay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? yeah. And disaster those. strikes. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah they, they, they catch a phase blast. And I finally realized something about the shields. Mm-hmm. Even when the shields are at 100%, they're not 100% effective. Yes. Right? Yeah. So that if you get hit by three phaser blasts at once, some of that energy might make it through. Mm-hmm. And so even though your shields are still up, there's still damage being done to the ship underneath. Yeah. Yep. And I think that that really kind of answers a lot of questions I've had for the last 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They're not perfect. Right. Um, I, I know in the books that they test out the shields originally by flying... Uh, on impulse engines through an asteroid field and just uh. pushing the junk out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think when when it's energy beams, uh, so that would be kinetic energy, but it, yeah. when it's energy beams, then there's, there's more of a problem. And I, I also noticed that in the 2009 reboot that the missiles that impacted went right through the shields. Mm-hmm. Yep. So there's, yeah, it's, it's, there's, the literature is inconsistent. Yeah, <laughs> Let's put yeah, it that way. Yep. yeah. Um, so Stamets gets gets wounded in that in that uh, strike, mm-hmm. and uh, he's pretty badly hurt. Everybody else seems to be fine, but he's pretty badly hurt. He's shaken up and and bloody, and and, and is wounded pretty badly. So they decide to take him to uh, to sick bay. Yes, which is overloaded. Um, obviously, it's uh, they're getting hammered. Um, yeah, and another, this is another good thing about the modern storytelling you know is it, it does seem like you know in the old days they every battle then they never lost anybody they never lost yeah. any ships and nobody ever got hurt sick mm-hmm. bay was fine yeah. you know but they're getting hammered and they've got a lot of people in sick bay and they're being overwhelmed mm-hmm. just just like what would happen in a situation like this yeah exactly it was just yeah. good um, so uh so oh. burn burnham gets in the suit yep and oh, we get, we, yeah, we get some nice, we get, some, you know, nice, sweet dialogue, music bur- builds, Spock, you know, does a little scene there, stay in my wake, you know, um, it's all, you know, you think well, they yeah, move Well, yeah, he it says, over. he tells her that he's not going to guide her over comms, he's going to guide her uh, in a shuttlecraft. Yeah, yep. And, of course, then the first thing I thought was, this is how Spock gets left behind. Uh huh. Yep. Because we know he's going on the Enterprise. He's <laughs> right? Exactly. So, yeah. So I thought, okay, this is this is nice. This is a good mm-hmm. thought, right? Yep. Um, well, there's and, too much. There's too much interference, you know. And there would right, be right. with that yeah. much energy being thrown around. Um, yeah. It's a. Uh, yeah. yeah. So he's going to pilot the shuttle to guide her, and then you know, allegedly he's going back to join Discovery. Yes. Yeah. Um, she needs two and a half minutes. We find out to get to the spot and open the wormhole mm-hmm. uh, turns out that was actually the uh, best case scenario <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. yeah yeah uh, and then they have a great scene of her flying through the battle and yep. this reminded me of season one when she flew through the debris field to get yep. to the ship of the dead yes uh it's a it's great pov stuff it's really it's very good yeah um but uh and then leland beams aboard as she foresaw um, right. Start shooting stuff up as she foresaw. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now her vision made it look like he murdered everyone on the, on the, the bridge. The, yes. This in actuality, he wounded some people yeah. just enough to like get everybody to, to sort of back off so he could lock them in, in the bridge and then he could go down uh, and look for the data. Yep. Yep. 
which was well done, and uh, you know, because yeah. that's something that you would do. Yeah, uh, exactly. It was it was a, it was a great tactic, but um, uh, we get real, some really nice scenes with uh, um, Giorgio and uh, and the security officer non. break on breaking them yeah. out. Yeah, it was good. <clears throat> so um, they yeah they they have to break the door uh, and go after him together. That was what I was thinking of before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, and then, unfortunately, the time travel machine won't. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she can't plug in. A, she can't plug in a date from to the of the future. Yep. Uh, she can only plug in dates to the past. Yeah. And they, but I, I have. What the hell did they land on? It was like some piece of debris or something. Yeah, it was I'll, part of a busted up ship. Yeah. It was like. Yeah. It was just weird. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. Yeah, the suit won't move forward. Um, Spock yeah. finally deduces that. He well, can't, but not yet. Oh yeah, not yet. Right. Yeah. yeah. So and 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 this is this is the interesting thing. Um, that's when this is when that tor- that uh, photon torpedo uh, gets launched and St- lodges into the, the Enterprise's hull, as foreseen. You're right, um, as foreseen. Right. So all the things, that, and this is important because you really have to do this. If you don't yeah. do this, you break a contract with the reader or, yeah. or the, the viewer. Right. Yep. If you're going to show the future, you have to show how it plays out, even yep. if you've done a little, you know, Tweeting. sleight of hand to make yeah. them think something's going to happen but it doesn't you know yep. one of my favorite uh prophecy realizations is from the stand when the four men go off to or the four people go off to to the good guys to go off to vegas to try to stop um the the bad guys mm-hmm. the prophecy is um one of you will not make it mm-hmm. right well that's true. Someone gets injured along the way. The other three make it. They all die. The guy yes. who doesn't make it to Vegas comes back. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's nice. But uh, anyway. Um, yeah. And then so, we get a really cool scene as the, the torpedo's stuck, and we get a really cool scene of repair bots getting yes. popped out of the ship. It's like, yes. who would have thought? Finally. Well, you know, when we were watching uh, older Star Trek stuff, like the mm-hmm. TNG and, and, and everything, I kept asking, it's like, where are the bots? Yeah. You know, it's like, it's just so weird. It's like, it was there a, you know, Butlerian Jihad or something yeah. that got yeah. rid of all of these, these, anyway, but now they're kind of easing them in, you know? Yeah. Um, well, drone, I mean, you know, there's already drones flying all mm-hmm. over the place. Um, yeah. And then now the repair bots pop out. That was very cool. Um, yeah. Finally. And I've got a note here. There's a bug in Burnham's code uh, oh. because this whole thing of her trying to figure out why it doesn't work under pressure reminds me of so many demos I've been in <laughs> when I've been yes. like, okay, here we go. And then it doesn't work. Okay. And I've got to go, oh my God, what happened? It worked just two minutes, <laughs> minutes ago. ago. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So she's trying to debug that. And then something gigantic shows up. <laughs> a massive incoming oh. energy signature. I don't yes. think I've ever heard of a Klingon cleave ship before, but they are awesome. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're basically ramming ships you know yeah. the big like sword nosed front end and they just got to fly into battle with heavy armor and you know crash into things um and so that was where ash went yes yes right which was and, good i mean yeah. finally um and the kelfian fighters show up as well um yeah and that was sure. interesting because i did not remember any clues that his sister was going to become a fighter a fighter uh-uh. pilot you know? no and yeah. yeah um but uh yeah it was um it was good uh we and and we get some really great Klingon in here in a bit too. It's so. oh yeah yeah we'll wade for their entrails and stand in a puddle of their blood and you know just like the standard wedding toast. That's right, Klingon. Yes, <laughs> yeah. 
So that was really good. Then we have this is a good day to die chant, which you mm-hmm. know, is about right. And then you can kind of see Spock figuring it out. Yep. You know, yep. you, you know we've, we've known Spock long enough to, to notice this look, right, to recognize mm-hmm. this look on his face. The signals were about putting everything together so that they could win this battle. Yep. And yeah. G- so, getting everything lined up. Yep. Right. And the reason that her mother didn't know anything about the signals is she didn't send them. Burnham yes. did. Yeah. So now Burnham, in order to move forward into the future, has to go into the past and send those signals mm-hmm. to get everything to line up just right so they can win the battle and go into the future. Yes. Which is which is great writing or great planning yes. ahead. You know, yes. it's like, okay, good tie up there. Was, yeah, was this well is. I, I remember I was listening to a podcast uh, of um, the guys who do Better Call Saul, mm-hmm. and they were talking about the fact that they get together like three months before they shoot the first frame of film, right? Mm-hmm. And they they basically write at least outline the entire season. Yeah, which you can do when it's not episodic and it's not 24 episodes mm-hmm. right yep. and yeah. so yeah so this is this this is what they must do right before this show because they're i mean basically in two seasons they have done the same thing which is they have laid a lot of snares and they've triggered them all in the last few episodes you know yep. and and you can only do that if you've planned ahead yeah yes right yeah so that's that's great writing yep yeah it really is really yeah. good writing Yep. Uh, so she goes. Uh, so um, so Georgiou is, is uh, leading Leland on, I guess, a, a wild goose chase. Yes, yeah, data, it's, it's right? great. Walk in, I've got something you need, and then yeah. sprint out of the room. It's like, yeah. Yeah, because she never actually even says she has the data. She yeah. just shows him this quantum coupler that, she, yeah. that he had given her to siphon off the data to begin with. Um, and so she runs off, and he goes after her, and... Um, then we cut to the photon torpedo. Yes. 15 minutes gonna, to detonation. Yeah. yeah, 15 minutes to detonation. Uh, and when it goes, it's gonna, the, there's a blast door that they can't get to come down. And so when it goes, uh, it's going to take out a half of the, of the, the Enterprise the saucer. Yeah. Yeah, right. And uh, apparently enough that it will also take out the bridge at the top center mm-hmm. of the of the the saucer so um that's basically you know and, yeah and the admiral's down there they're trying to figure it out yes <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. can we reprogram it can we uh, yeah. change its coordinates so that it resets uh, da, yeah. da, da, da. No. no 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 so it's who is it it's the admiral and number one right yes number one figure it out? yeah, yeah. um yep. So then we cut to sick bay. Lots of wounded there. Yeah, Tilly has to. Yeah, yep, yeah. That's um, so. Yeah, Tilly is in shock, and someone kind of needs to shake her out of it so that she can go back to the bridge. And then Hugh comes over to put Stamets uh, in a coma and (laughs) and does the thing that he does this season, which is to bring a lot of drama to a situation that doesn't need it. I was yeah. just broke out laughing because I was like, he's like trying to wedge his story in there. You know, he's yeah. like that friend of yours that can't let something go when yeah. something else is going on. Yeah, got it, got it, got to get that that thirty seconds of <laughs> yeah. fame in there or something. And we're not done with it yet. We're going to come back to the rest of it later. But yeah, yeah. so um, just as um, Burnham is about to jump, they get hit by a phaser blast. Yep. Um, 
she and and so uh, you can tell from the look on Spock's face something happened. Yeah. Right? But we don't know what it is yet. And so it was damaged to, somehow. Yeah. 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 So we, you know, he tells her to just go ahead and jump. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she does, and it's pretty cool. She we get the, we get a, these weird little graphics. These, what's with the little white lights? I, I don't know. I wrote down she takes a scream shower and Christmas lights. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, and, and and towards the end it was very two thousand and one looking. You know, we oh had yes, the lights yeah. reflecting off of the face shield and all this sort of stuff. Uh, but the idea was that she was traveling through time, I guess. Yep. Um, and she sets off the first signal, saving herself, mm-hmm. or and then saves herself. Yeah. Yeah. Before getting yanked back, yes, and then and then I have a question. Maybe you can help me with. Um, so the next signal came from Terralisium, right? Which mm-hmm. was the uh, planet of people who were just sort of lifted off of Earth, Earth, yes. by her mother as yes. the Red Angel, right? Yeah, yes. Um, and what Spock had said was every signal led them to something that. They would need to survive this fight, mm-hmm. and I don't remember what they picked up in Terralisium. Oh, they didn't. Would... What Terralisium is is the safe place where they can go. Oh, oh, okay. You, at the okay. very end, at the very end. Well, this will come clear at the very end. But yes, that was okay. that was the reason that Terralisium. I, I remember she does say it at the very end. She talks yeah. about Terralisium, and I was like, yes. oh, well, okay. Anyway, yeah. All right, so good. Uh, so, so they then, had to go there to save the planet from the oh, right. radiation so they can failure. go so, there later. So they can go there later. Right. <laughs> yes, okay, that makes sense. It makes sense. It all adds up. Uh, yeah, so then we get a great uh, fight with the ladies versus Leland. In, in, uh, in with, the gravity float, with the gravity being wonky, it was yeah, like... Yeah, you've got the... Uh, uh, well, I, well, first, before that happens, you've got Tilly blindfolded for a drinking game. Oh, yes. She only knows how to fix the gravity if she's <laughs> drunk and has her eyes closed. With, with, yeah. and blindfolded, yes. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and, and so then the gravity fails, and you have those great room shots where they take the room and they, they rotate it, right? Yep. They keep the yeah. camera, you know, locked mm-hmm. in so that yep. it looks like, yeah, they're falling onto the ceiling and all this kind of stuff. They have that fight. Uh, and Georgiou, uh, so I think um, uh, Non gets sucked out. Right? Well, they get sucked into another. They, what happens is they um, there's a breach. They get sucked through the breach and onto the next deck, and then just in time, the shields come up to break oh, the okay. gravity. So they got sucked out of the fight. Um, uh, okay, and so then yeah. she, Georgiou shoots Leland in the face, mm-hmm. and he just kind of sucks it up. Yep. Yeah. And then after her again. She yeah, has a plan. Where, where's Nan at this point? So I, I don't know. I Maybe she was injured. Maybe, maybe she didn't get sucked out. Maybe yeah. it was because she doesn't figure into the rest of the fight. Yeah. Yep. Um, so they can't fix the torpedo. Yes. And and this is kind of weird to me. It's like I do not understand how Starfleet works. Uh-huh. But <laughs> the Admiral says we can't fix this. And Pike goes, okay, number one, you come, come on back here, down here and I'll go down there. Yeah. And I'm like, that's okay. What no. You know, you need an Admiral and a Captain. you got to take out the two highest ranks. Right. Right. Uh, because you yeah. can't get rid of the torpedo. Okay. No. Yeah. So they they go. He goes down there. And anyway. So um, 
Then they have a shot of the Klingon birds of prey that have shown up, and they yeah. are kicking ass. Yes. <laughs> and it just feels like super weird to be rooting for the Klingons, you know. <laughs> but, but they turn the battle. Birds. They turn. Yeah. They start to turn the battle. Um, yeah. So I guess you know this kind of explains how in the original series the relationship between the Klingons and and the Federation was not. They were not at war. Yeah. They were sort of at, at you know, hostilities. They, they were at an armistice or something. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It was very much modeled on the Cold War. Yeah. Yep. Right, yeah. So, yep. uh, yeah. Um, yep. And then we get back, Burnham pops back, and then they, they're, they're, how to, how to, they're trying to figure out how are they going to, um, to, to guide discovery through all this interference and stuff. And Burnham basically says, look, I'll, I'll make another signal. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Okay. Cool. And that'll be the sixth one, right? Yes. Yeah. So she. Uh, so, <laughs> George U. <laughs> Sorry, George U. Is just my favorite. Oh um, yeah. Which I never thought I would say because she was freaking evil in the first season. Yes. You know? <laughs> well, and now she's evil on the good. She's she's yeah, evil she's good. She's just like I'm glad she works for us. Kind <laughs> yeah. <of thing. laughs> yes. If you, so she tricks Leland uh, into the spore cage. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And so he's like, you think this cage can hold me? And, and of course, my thought was, uh, dude, it's not about holding you when you, once you're in there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I thought she was going to put him in the network and let uh, the network eat him like it did to Hugh. Yeah. You know, but uh, she had an even better plan. That's right. Um, Magnetize and, him. And, oh, it was, that, that was trapped. We'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll, we'll get, get there. there. We want to jump yeah. ahead. So we have yeah. the Pike and, and the Admiral who are working on the torpedo oh. and end up arguing who gets to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so th the idea is that she can shut the door manually from the inside of the room, which means she can't leave, and mm -hmm. the door being the blast door. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, okay, a blast door with a window in it. Yeah, that Pike stands behind. Yes. No, yeah. it's like... This torpedo is just like going to take out half the ship, and you're just going to stand there with just a door between you and the nah, you know. No. Yeah, and and when you see the Enterprise later, when it when it you know after the battle is over, it's missing a quarter of the saucer. saucer yeah, the front it, section. I know. It's yeah, like, it's like was he just on the very very edge of the yeah, part that apparently. didn't get blown up? Apparently. Yeah, I don't know. It. I just oh, I wish they wouldn't do that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so I kept thinking. This is where Pike ends up in the wheelchair. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. The, the 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 fire and the, all the burning and all that kind of stuff was going to happen uh, in, in in this battle. So that really had ratcheted up the anxiety for me. Yeah. Um, but no. No. Mm -mm. Mm. So it turns out that um, <laughs> the thing about about this that really struck me was like, if I was Pike, I would be like, look. My future sucks. Uh -huh. Let me stay with the photon torpedo. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then he even says, you know, if I'm meant to have a different future, this this photon torpedo can't blow up if I'm yep. in here, yeah. right? And yeah. she's like, yeah, but it's going to take out half the saucer if you don't, if you're wrong. Yeah. You know? If you're wrong, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I would definitely be like, I would much rather just be blown up by a photon torpedo than be melted by fire. You know? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So not his density. Yeah. <laughs> Not his density. Yeah. <laughs> so it turns out Spock's engines are disabled. Well, yeah. And that's how he stays with the Enterprise. So there's mm -hmm. this tearful goodbye that I didn't buy a lot of. Yeah. Uh, especially the little brother part. 
Yeah. There has never been a moment in this as when they are adults. Yeah. When she was the big sister giving advice, you know, kind of stuff. Yeah. And it just, Time's a wasting. Come on, let's get going. You know, yeah. Yeah, like, and geez. and they are just aren't this close. Yeah. You know, I mean, they have not bought. They have not paid for this tearful goodbye. Let's put yeah. it that way, right? Yep. And so yeah, so I was just kind of. Nah, 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 <laughs> yeah. It'll uh, be over in yeah. a second. <laughs> It'll be over in a minute. Yeah, I'll play my video game until it's. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so she says, uh, he wants to know how he'll know she's safe. And she says, uh, I'll send the last signal. Signal, yep. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so then it turns out that Georgiou magnetizes the spore cube. Oh, yes. And, and, oh, it, and basically, he does. He says something like, this does not end here. And she goes, actually, it does. Actually, it does. <laughs> and I would like to hear you scream, you scream now. now. And she turns up the magnetization. And, and he starts, starts to melt. And she starts giggling. <laughs> oh, yes. it was so good. Um, yeah. She's not the hero we want, want. <laughs> or even the one we deserve, but she's the one we need. Yep. Yeah. So anyway. Oh, yes. So yeah. She, and, and so, uh, oh, and then there's the... At, uh, Tilly turns the gravity back on and says, somebody owes me a beer. Yes. And that's that's pretty funny. They haven't had a lot to do with Tilly, unfortunately. They've been writing in little Tilly scenes so that she can yep. be funny, but yep. her stories have been kind of pushed to the side because yeah. they've been so on the main the main beam. The main track, um, yes. And then there's an awesome shot of the battle just mm -hmm. from the outside of it, which is just it's just so good and just really appreciate that. I know that was expensive, but it was it just had an impact. Yeah. Yep. And then, and the then I realized, wait, they're going into the black hole mm -hmm. and Leland's aboard their ship. Yeah. You know, and I was like, this magnetization thing had better work. Yeah. Right. Or they're bringing the data to the future, mm -hmm. you know, yep. uh, or bringing the, the control to the future. So, yep. uh, we, I, I, we assume that he gets, he, he dissolves in the space. I think right, right. Because like, once once he does boil down the drones, the the, the everything stops. stops. Yeah. yeah, they're and all so, suddenly everybody. Yeah, they, Enterprise just starts going on a on a duck hunt. You know, yeah. at that point, and yep. uh, yeah, so and, and Discovery got, is, thought, is headed off to the wormhole. Yeah, um, and and it was a really nice, just quick moment, which I thought was great, which was uh, when Saru said goodbye, Captain Pike, mm -hmm. because this is it. Yeah. They are going on a one-way trip, nine hundred and whatever years into the future. Yep. And so they're leaving everyone behind. Saru is leaving his sister behind. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, they're leaving their captain behind. Yep. It's really just this small group of uh, Discovery officers who are going forward. Yep. Yep. It's going to be and, a very interesting season. Yeah. Um. And that was it. Was really I just a really nice touch. Discovery goes off. Enterprise flies by and they play the Enterprise theme. It was yes, just, it yes. Was nice. Ah. And, and Enterprise flies by with a big bite out of its saucer, yes. which is, you know, it's just like when you were a kid and you were watching the original series and you were just like, wanted to see some damage, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, it just shakes the model when they get yeah. hit by a phaser, you know, and yeah, so it was pretty good. Um, so, uh, yeah, so that... Season's over, that's it, no more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, not uh, quite. Not, not, it was 65 minutes for a reason. They had to tie yes. up a lot of stuff. Uh, Ash is left behind, Spock is left behind, the depleted crew is all that's going into the future. Yep. Um, and so then we cut back to Earth for a debriefing, mm -hmm. where they decide the story is Discovery was destroyed. They're all gone. Yeah. yeah. Which was 
true you know it's like somebody I was it Spock said they're all gone and you know technically true <laughs> yeah I mean I would I mean I would think that if it exploded like they said there mm -hmm. would be there would be evidence yep you know because uh, there's certainly enough other garbage floating around from the battle yep yeah right um, but, um, but anyway yeah that's that's it they all stick to that story and uh, the result is is that they um, they put Ash in charge of Section 31. <laughs> yeah, which was, which was yeah. yeah. But uh, one of the things is that Spock makes this really great case, which ties up why Discovery is never talked about. We can never speak of Discovery or the Spore Drive again. Um, it is, everybody has to be, uh, you know, told that if you talk about it, it's treason and you will be prosecuted. And so this is, I think this is why we never hear of Discovery in the rest of the, I mean, they're, what they're doing is they're, they're lining you back up with a cannon. It's like, right. yeah, they buried, they buried Discovery um, and mm -hmm. all of its technology because they didn't want it. And the fact that control got loose, they just buried it all and they, because nobody will know, um, which, yeah. you know, bureaucracies do this. Um, yeah and and yeah essentially they need to they need to to erase discovery because it's a path no one can go down again right yes. and that yep. does fix the canon problems that they had you know we've been wondering about for two seasons <laughs> you mm -hmm. know it's like yep. oh yeah then why didn't anybody ever you know what would have been really fun is if they had like poured over the episodes of the original series and TNG and and like just found a throwaway reference to a ship uh -huh. Right, and named this ship after that, so there yes. would be this one hidden <laughs> Easter egg <laughs> <Yes. ass. laughs> that, that they never planned. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so the, it's a little bit sad because it's been 124 days and there's mm -hmm. been no signal. Yep. Uh, but uh, Spock reminds us that time is relative mm -hmm. and that um, uh, the the universe is not beholden to him mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> so uh the enterprise has been repaired it's ready to go back out again yep. spock arrives on the bridge clean shape in his, in his original look uh, yep. yes and they get the last signal and they get the seventh signal and it is in the beta quadrant fifty-one thousand light years away right at terralysium right right so if you remember that away. that was the problem is that Terralesium was in the beta quadrant and they had to use the spore drive to jump to get there initially. Right. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And uh, I did notice one thing which is interesting uh, that I, I mean, I don't know if it does, if it really breaks canon or not, but there is a non-human, non-Vulcan uh, on the bridge of yes. the Enterprise. Yeah. Well, maybe they get, you know. They get transferred later. Um, yeah, that's true. So we don't know how many years you know it, it is before uh, Pike gets hurt and uh, and Kirk takes over. Mm -hmm. Maybe yep. Kirk was like a anti-immigrant captain. He was like, I don't, yeah. I don't want any non-humans. <laughs> <Yeah. on my laughs> Just like Pike didn't want any holograms, Kirk didn't right. want any. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Who knows? But anyway, it uh, it was a great show. It was a great ending. And I'm yes. really looking forward to season three. Yeah. We have an embarrassment of riches right now. I know. Oh, yeah, it's going to be so. Great. Uh, now, if I believe we're doing a special episode on Wednesday, right? Yes, we are. So we're going to do that. It's going to be the top ten of the first ten years of this century. Yes. Uh, yes. And uh, then next Sunday we are going to start with the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yes. Is that, that comes right? out this Friday. Yes. 
Okay. Yes. It should start. So we, so we can't. Um, yeah, we can't start it until this like, until next Sunday because it doesn't start till okay, Friday. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we will we'll do that on Sunday, and then we will decide if we want to, you know, ping pong back and forth between the two series to stretch it out, or if we just mm -hmm. want to do one after the other, we can just kind of talk about it later. Yeah. Yep. I'm in, I'm actually thinking I'm inclined to uh, alternate right now because I yeah, want to yeah. find out what happens. <laughs> I know, I know. I feel the same way, and um, I, I think that that would be better because otherwise we're going to get like ten weeks behind. Yeah. On on discovery, and there's going to be too much information leaking in from outside, and mm -hmm. so yeah, I would say let's ping pong them, and we'll start with uh, the Mandalorian, and then do discovery the next next week. Sounds great. All right, good. All right, listen, I want to thank everybody for joining us. We will talk to you next week for the episode, the first episode of Mandalorian Season 2. And Wednesday for Oh, I'm sorry, special. and Wednesday we have our special episode, top 10, no, top 15 uh, science fiction movies of the first 10 years of this millennium. Yeah, we got to keep upping the number because they keep increasing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, well, it's going to be difficult, I can tell you right now. I haven't yeah. even started, which yep. is a mistake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you uh, on Wednesday. Bye. Bye.